Hello everyone, and welcome to the 167th episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict, you may know me better as BHL Hudson. Here we talk about movies, TV shows, bunch of nonsense. With me as always is my friend, co-host, and a christmas up buddy, Frederick. It's true. We're 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 yeah. here on Merry Merry Christmas. Merry late Christmas. We're here on December late 26th. Christmas. Uh this will go up I guess December 30th if my math is correct. Um we did no <laughs> we we did uh drop the ball slightly with um mm. I mean to be fair, For not the first not time fault. this year. Yeah, I I think it is the first cuz we've done pre-recorded we've done, I think it is the first one we missed this year. So it would of course be the Christmas spectacular that we had to miss. Mm-hmm. But um of due to travel complications you were off in the mediterranean and spain and portugal and such and then once you came back and i was traveling home and so it wasn't yeah and i don't want to i'll be perfectly honest i've had a you know we've had we've had long semesters and coming home for christmas i'm seeing my family for the first time in months i can't yeah i can't be i'm not gonna spend it potting <laughs> the thing i hate I most in this world i can't be editing a pod like the day before christmas when i'm trying to have like a, a lovely roast with the family you know a roast of my father mm. of course that being we just of course, talk shit we about sat him. him just grilled him for for hours. He's, he's um, depressed now. But with that in mind, by the way, if you like the pod, you should sub and like and follow on iTunes and Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that. But with that in mind, us <laughs> not wanting to do the pod, you should like and subscribe. Yeah, yeah, not with that in mind. Forget that part. Um, but we are here now to do our end of year award show that we do. We've done for, this is the fifth consecutive year. I think we've done this. Although we, that is we may have missed like time. 2020 or something that year that we took off, but or 29. Mm. Anyway, fifth consecutive year. Let's go for it. Um, and in case you've never seen one of these before, we go through. We've got some some legit awards here. We have, of course, film of the year, worst film of the year, best CGI, worst CGI, best performance, whatever. And then we have a couple of mm-hmm. our own categories that we like to sprinkle in there uh-huh. um, <laughs> that we still think should be added to the Oscar. Honestly, roster. I would love to see. I don't know, Judy Dench presenting um, the Big Willie Style Award. Topical, actually. <laughs> will Smith will be mentioned many times in this part, I assume. Um, uh, and for the Big <laughs> Willie Style Award, Chris Rock <laughs> slaps her dead. <laughs> I remember there was a slaps some, her silly. There was a tweet back when that happened where it was like. If that had been Betty White on stage and Will Smith slapped her, he could have killed her. And I'm like, well, he he probably wouldn't have slapped the shit out of Betty Betty White. White. (laughs) Although, alpha move. Although that would kind of a Sigma moment. (laughs) (laughs) Betty White says a little innocent joke, walks up, just kills an old lady. (laughs) You've been deemed deemed to be slapped dead till silly. (laughs) But yeah, and then at the end, I was thinking we could talk a little year retrospective of the pod. Um, mm-hmm. and good stuff. Also, yeah, normally these things, we did it, like, last year, for example, we do Christmas-themed the award show, because it comes out on Christmas, or around Christmas. Uh, this year, obviously, we can't do that, and there's nothing I hate more than something that's Christmas-themed right after Christmas. It's horrible. It's, mm. it's a, it's So disgusting. let's do it. Yeah, so let's bring back the seductive Santa, or whatever we did last year, which... I, I was actually excited to, to bring that bit back. Bit is generous, but no, we cannot. Um, oh, so. yeah, where it was like, oh, it's Santa, what's... I should take out. <laughs> Something really subtle and clever like that, yeah. Um, mm, but I think we're going to yeah, have yeah. to save that until next year. And this year, just do a classic award show. There won't even be Santa hats in the thumbnail. Or maybe there will, because fuck it. But anyway. Should well, we? Well, is there no, no other holidays going on right now? It is also Boxing Day. We could it is. We <laughs> do a boxing ring announcer. Do a great thumbnail, yeah. We could 
yeah we'll figure it out as yeah. we go um there are time codes down below to the different categories real quick before we dive into it just want to ask uh did you get anything super lit for christmas um, I did kind of get something super lit for Christmas. Ooh. I got the joy of watching Knives Out 2. Oh, let's go! <laughs> yes! Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm really happy, because that'll play into some of the categories here, but I guess we'll mm. save an in-depth discussion for next time. Um, or the mm-hmm. time after. But, but. Uh, otherwise, Christmas-wise, I did. I got some new shoes, new boots, mm. new, uh, we got some, we got some sports attire. Oh. We got one of them classic, uh, <laughs> GoPro headsets hey you kind of like can mount a gopro on your head and look like a complete fool <laughs> i thought you pretty and cool. i got some got some perfume so i'm it was, a, it was a good time what about you mayhaps we get some gopro fdk uh frisbee footage sometime well that is that is the hope that would be that would be really dope just <laughs> have an entire pod with just that as the fact <laughs> <laughs> genuinely i would not be opposed to that i think some, <laughs> we could we could absolutely do that um well, yeah, for, for Christmas, I got, I got just some dope stuff. I got some... What did I get? I have the pile back here. Um, I got a... Uh, I got a, Well, this shirt I'm wearing, Dustin Poirier shirt. Without fear, there mm-hmm. is no bravery. Very cool. I got some, some posters for my for my college dorm room. I got an Indiana Jones poster. Pretty cool. Some, Ooh, some film classic. student stuff, you know? Right now, I just look like a, uh-huh. a weird... Like, the lads will love you. <laughs> well, genuinely, I did send... Because I also got one of Al Pacino in The Godfather. And um, Black and White's a very very film student And I sent it to the, the film lads. And, yeah, they, they enjoyed it. And they all blocked me. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, we don't know you. Um, don't talk to us. <laughs> Sir, we, you're here for... Out of pity. Don't send us things, please. <laughs> also, uh, a friend gave me a... I haven't told you about this yet, but it's genuinely one of my favorite things I've gotten ever. It's a New Girl-themed cookbook. I, mean, I did tell you about this, didn't I? You did tell me about uh, this, yeah. Yeah, Tastes Like Schmidt. And it just has, like... I, I left it in uh, in Ireland, so I don't have it with me here. But it just I just remember there's a cocktail that has, like, honey in it. And it's called Ma Called the Bees Are Back. It just, it's just random references <laughs> from the show. I'm pretty sure there's one that's Courtroom Brown. It just... I'm very... I'm mm-hmm. very excited about it. So, yeah, I don't, I just, I don't know. Some cool, some cool clothes. Some, some philosophy books. Because I'm a, I'm a philosophical man, I guess. Um, so what did you get for Christmas, honey? <laughs> Philosophy books <laughs> and an indie poster. Um, <laughs> anyway, yay! I love Santa. <laughs> yeah, a very successful Christmas, I'd say. A delightful thing. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it again. Uh, <laughs> God damn! I don't lose. <laughs> well, should we dive into Ooh, our words of the please. year? And these are in just completely shithousery order, um, but. We're going to mm-hmm. start with the best action scene of the year, of 2022. Also, spoilers Ooh, for the okay. movies and, and, we talk about, just off the bat. Yeah, spoilers. For... Have you written down some, like, well, contenders? I have, I have some, like <laughs> clearly is lost, doesn't know a single <laughs> film that came out in 2022. Um, I, have, I have some ideas here. <laughs> Do you have a few pointers? Like, not that I need them, but uh, <laughs> I'm thinking be good for the audience. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, the Batman penguin car chase, the one with like, he's like, okay. I got you. And then, you know, he comes through the fire and all that. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm thinking Top Gun Maverick, the, hmm, would you say the big final thing? Or I think actually, personally, my favorite one was Cruz's demonstration of the, because the, the, the there's stakes there. there. We can just say Top yeah. Gun Maverick, the, the stuff in general. The movie, the phenomenon. <laughs> um, you didn't see the Northman, but it has some pretty amazing, like super violent, like Viking type brutal action scenes. 
Um, okay. The Gray Man doesn't really have one that stands out. <laughs> Gray Man's kind of terrible. <laughs> Prey? Um, did you watch Prey? I did watch Prey. A lot also of action good. scenes in there. I would say the one where the Predator like slaughters all those soldiers. Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah, that one's very, very, very dope. Good. Can't go without mentioning Bullet Train. Ooh. Bullet Train had some some. But what would what would the specific scene be? Oh, may I don't know. Maybe when the I Need a Hero comes on yes. and like their slow mo as the train like kind of goes off the rails. That is that is quite good. Um, let's see. Mm-hmm. Black Adam, not a great film, but the Dwayne introduction scene where he slow mos through everyone, yeah. pretty fun. Uh, um, Avatar. I was gonna say Avatar. Yeah. Um, just Many a lot as well. of a lot of. Even, I'd say, some, like, impressive action scenes that aren't really, like, tense, like, fight scenes, but, like, just, like, yeah. some of the, like, the, the chase with the fish or whatever. <laughs> Classic scene. Um, <laughs> the winner of the best action scene is the fish chase. <laughs> uh, Wakanda Forever might have had some stuff. Uh, Doctor Strange might have had some stuff. Uh, but I would say, you know what? I'm gonna throw in Violent Night, which we saw recently, um, with... The David Harbor shed scene, which is a, a horrific sounding mm. shout. Yeah, it, <laughs> in it, any it other does film. sound like uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> that does <laughs> does sound like David Harbor is up to some some silly business in there. <laughs> I would say the scene where he kills a bunch of guys with a hammer and a bunch of other things in the shed. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the, the ones I can think of off the top of my head. Looking at this list of films, I I like it. Let's let's think here. I don't think I think again Wakanda was a great movie. I don't think there was any super standout really stand action out. scenes there. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's probably between the final Avatar fight, mm. the final bullet train fight, or the Dwayne introduction. I think it's between those three for me. Interesting. Um I'm kind of, and I don't know. I'm leaning a little bit more Top Gun Maverick, to be honest. Although I might be biased and kind of going for that with everything, but um, we also, I'm, hmm. The thing is, a lot of these films are obviously better than Violent Night, but just as like, a, <laughs> but just hear me out. <laughs> as a scene that stands out, like Top Gun Maverick, there's such great yeah. action in it, but there isn't like a specific like scene that stands out. Um, mm-hmm. Same yeah. with like, yeah, Doctor Strange and um, Wakanda Forever. I could also. I mean, Doctor Strange, Wong does scream to fortify your mind. That's very good. Just that line delivery is an action scene in itself. Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> it's an action movie in in, in itself. Um, I feel like Avatar did have an epicness to its its climax, though. So I could, mm-hmm. I could, I could end up going with that. You know? <sighs> yeah, I think I think. I'm going to vote Avatar, but I will say I enjoyed the Dwayne one very much so. Mm. But I think the one that, I don't know, I got weird chills, both from Avatar, but also from the Bullet Train one. I was like, whoo, this is, it was, this is it good. Was like when good. the slow-mo and the music comes on, it was weirdly funky. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. So I'll give it to Avatar because <laughs> I don't think anyone would forgive me if I gave it to Bullet Train <laughs> over Avatar. Well, but so Avatar, Bullet Train, Dwayne. Uh, in about five hours, my top ten movies of 2022 video is coming out, and uh, I'll just spoil for you. Bullet Train is in fact number five of my okay. top ten movies of the year, which I expect to get several roasts for. But um, well, that is, I think that's totally fine. I think <laughs> it is probably <clears throat> my top three. Hey, let's go. Um, I'll, you know, what? I'll throw a curveball. I'll say the Northman had some dope action. Actually, I can't think of a scene. Fuck it, I'll go with Avatar. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna be slightly different. Actually, no, I'm not. I don't remember any. Actually, I'll say the exact same thing. I have no thoughts. 
Um, actually, no, I'll go with Prey. Anyway, best performance. Best performance of 2022. For the record, we haven't seen Ooh. quite a few of the Oscar films because they come out super late yeah. in this part of the world. Like, it comes out... Like, Babylon comes out late January here. Just some bullshit, but... Um, oh, is Babylon already out other places? Yeah, it's out in America. Apparently got kind of mixed uh. reviews. Surprising. But um, in terms of best performance, I'm leaning... I'm leaning pretty heavily to um, Austin Butler's Elvis. That was a... Okay, I have not seen. That was a very good performance. Um, let's see here. <laughs> I'm also a huge... Con- um, I-, I would also vote for David Harbour in Violent Nights. <laughs> I'm not saying it's better than these other films, but hear me out here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think also, like, The Banshees of Inishirin had some great performances in it. Colin Farrell, oh, Brendan Gleeson. I Gleason, really want to watch that. Uh, Kelly... Carrie Condon, very good. Clarkson? Oh. Yeah. Uh, and I would say, you know what? I'm going to say a little bit of a surprise shout. I'm going to go with both Janelle Monet and Edward Norton from Glass Onion. I thought they were the standout performances, if I'm honest. I very much liked Edward Norton. I think it. he was very good. I, uh, we, we, I, I've got so much... Like, we, we have to talk... Mm. Wait. We haven't talked about... I told... The we haven't talked me. about... The Among Us meme. Yeah, we talked about Benoit Blanc being introduced as the imposter. <laughs> can I just... Can, can we just Got you, Benoit. <laughs> You're the imposter, Benoit. I don't understand this game. <laughs> as man is sitting naked in a bathtub with a fez on. And is playing married, Among Us. Married to Hugh Grant, it's implied. What a... What, yeah, what a, when Hugh Grant shows up, Grant... Oh, I literally said... And I... I, I think I shat myself. <laughs> Can I just say, we'll have to talk about it more in depth, but it felt so much like a movie made for us. They had Jeremy Renner's hot sauce running hot. I know. I paused. I was like, wait a minute. That is Jeremy <laughs> hot sauce. They, they, had, they had Jared Leto's hard kombucha. It was just, it was, it was everything <laughs> that you could possibly want. I can't explain. The, oh, God. The Benoit Among Goose moment was just really... Married to Hugh Grant, <laughs> a.k.a. Fletcher Mundo. So much going on. Who's baking a cake, it seems? <laughs> As he's fezzed in the tub. Um, <laughs> God, another sense. David Harbour in the shed type moment. <laughs> yeah, David Harbour was in the shed and <laughs> and Benoit was fezzed up in the tub. <laughs> that sounds like a new, like, you got the drip on, you're fezzed up in the tub. <laughs> God, we're old. Sounds like something that would happen in Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go with um ah, it's a tough one. I think I'm gonna go with Austin Butler's Elvis, just for like the kind of you know. Okay. I, I know it's sort of a, a cheesy answer, but like he captures the mannerisms well and he plays it very well. But mm-hmm. the others might mm-hmm. be like overall better performances. But yeah, I will say I also I also liked Natiri once again. Mm. Soy Saldana. So that was good. That was Pretty good, good. Yeah. I I enjoyed. Um, again, I haven't seen like. The ones you just said there. I, I really liked Edward Norton as well. And again, I'm I'm sitting here. I don't have a list of all the movies. Um, mm, it's all good. So I'm probably forgetting some some main ones. I loved Wong in everything he was in. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Um, <laughs> he had a great but, role in The Banshees of Inishirin. <laughs> <laughs> I loved him in Violent Nights. Very, very standout. Uh, we'll just give it to Elvis. Uh, also, can I just say... Sure. If you uh, David Harbour was fun in Violent Night, if you recast him with Wong, does Wong as Santa kind of work? San Santa Wong? 
Wonkaclaw? <laughs> Wonkaclaw. There you go. You were struggling a little bit at the start, but then you found the perfect version of it. I found, Wait a minute. Santa I found the sweet it's spot. Okay. Wonkaclaw. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> life could. Be, life is good, but it could be better. <laughs> um, we're gonna move on to Wonkaclaws. And I am scared where this is gonna go. Because I have a feeling okay. it will be directed towards a certain child in Black Adam who I feel like we shouldn't be uh, criticizing because he's a child. But we're going to go to worst performance of the year. I see. Okay. <laughs> Good. Um, well, let's talk about Let's it. throw some honorable mentions in first. Okay. I'm going to say everyone in Morbius. <laughs> Fair. I have Morbius came out this year. It That's did. We'll, true. we'll talk. It was Morbin time. It, was it ever. God, um, God, was it Mormon time? I'm gonna throw. Mm, I mean, people weren't bad in Fantastic Beasts, I guess. Um, <laughs> they weren't necessarily good. <laughs> I don't know if anyone was like really awful in Uncharted. I feel like I did not like his girlfriend in Uncharted. Um. Oh yeah. I mean, I think honestly, I think Mark Wahlberg was kind of shit. He yeah. In, uh, he didn't. He didn't. The Wahlbergers great. were not in that day. Um, I thought there were some kind of goofy performances in Where the Crawdads Sing. Uh, I mean, Tom Hanks is good in Elvis, but he's also, like, gives such an insane performance. I don't, I don't know, maybe that... <laughs> some may call me the villain of this story. I don't know if he was German or <laughs> <was>, Southern. <laughs> Neither does anyone who saw that movie. Um, by the way, I want to throw an honorary mention to, um, where was it? This is the least honorary mention anyone could ever get. <laughs> no, no, no. To, to the, the <laughs> I would like to give an honorary mention to someone who really sucked this year. <laughs> the other category of best performance. Obviously, it wasn't the best performance of the year, but Chris Evans in The Gray Man. I don't remember if you saw The Gray Man. Um, I did see The Gray Man. He was pretty nutty. Come on. We got to give him some props for being for pretty, being kind of fun. Definitely not the best, but he was very nutty. <laughs> um, Amsterdam people were pretty, pretty bad in that, I guess. Um, Amsterdam, again, such a weird movie. <laughs> possibly the weirdest movie we've ever gone to see Woody. It's just so strange. Yeah, no, that one was rough. Jurassic World. I guess people weren't bad in Jurassic World. Okay, I got, I got my top two here, and I'm not going to go with the kid from Black Adam because I feel like we shouldn't criticize children. Okay, okay. I'm going to go with... Well, you give me you give me your options, and I'll give you mine. Will Ferrell and Spirited. <laughs> I think was, okay. was really... I do remember just rough. <laughs> he just, he's not a good singer. It felt kind of phoned in. I wasn't a fan. Uh, and two, you know, mm. also the very brief clips I've seen, you know how they basically, they put this movie together because they were like, Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell, buddy dynamic. It'll be fun. And like in the movie, it's yeah. like whatever. But when they're doing like interviews and the like the autocomplete, whatever, you know, all the things that they do on their like media tour, yeah. they don't have really good chemistry. Like they don't really... Like, you see Ryan Reynolds and maybe, like, a... <laughs> Guys, this is so stale. <laughs> like, like Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds. Or, or Dwayne and, and Kevin Hart. Like, there you yeah, can yeah. see, like, a real, like, kind of chemistry. It feels like they were, like, oh, you two are both funny. Like, you should be... You'll be funny together. You guys are both funny. You should you should, you should should be funny together. I think after that TikTok, it suddenly it exploded. Yeah, that was... And it was, like... Ah, that was their best chemistry guys. moment. And also, I did see a funny video of Dwayne and Kevin Hart where they asked Dwayne, what would you do if you swapped bodies with Kevin Hart for 24 hours? And he said, I'd kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty good. Um, Have you seen the one? Have you seen the one where they're sitting? <clears throat> it's like a uh, pineapple on pizza. It's called Hawaiian. He's like, you don't like Hawaiian? It's like when you used to put uh, pineapple and salami on your girl's oh, nipples yeah. back in the day and you get frisky. He's <laughs> like, you didn't used to do that? Like, I don't like confidence. <laughs> they're very, they're, they seem like, I know it's all like kind of a PR thing or whatever, but they also seem like they genuinely get along. I don't know. I like them. Yeah, they, gen they genuinely seem like buddies, you know. Uh, but my number one, I'm going to go with Harry Styles and Don't Worry Darling. 
Um, oh, I still have not seen. Don't worry, Dario. It's I fine. really want. To. I don't think you have to. It's it's not great. Um, he's he's not terrible, but there are like two scenes where he has to show some kind of emotion. He's pretty bad. So, uh, mm. <laughs> and he he, he kind of kind of bottles. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got two. I've got two. Well, we, I guess you could say three, but it, one of them is like joint together as a group. I've got one, the kid from Black Adam. Terrible performance. <laughs> Okay. Should never act again. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Second one. Mm. Billy and Timmy from <laughs> Mom the Milk. God fucking damn it. They weren't even that bad. God. You just hate kids. They were terrible. You're going to be a they horrible father. They just started father. singing a song. I was like, shut. <laughs> the song. Okay, people say the song was cringy. And I think there are parts of that movie that are very cringy. The song's meant to be cringy. It's little kids. No. You were never no, a kid and you did like no, an ice no, cream no. song. I was never a kid. Full stop. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> you were never cringe. <laughs> I've never been cringe in my life. <laughs> Fine. Okay. I'll let you have this, I guess. You. Anyways, yeah. So, <clears throat> between those two, yeah. one, I found more cringe, mm. but the other got ludicrously, ludicrous amounts of screen time. <laughs> That's a good point. <clears throat> That's a good point. So... I think out of sheer annoyance, I'm going to have to give this very honorable award mm. to the Black Adam kid. All right, cool. <laughs> that felt very good. God. Anyway, um, we're going to go over to most overrated movie. Um, mm. First that comes to my mind is, uh, where is it? The Northman. I saw The Northman. It got this huge hype. It was good, but I did not think it was like amazing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I would also throw maybe um, Nope in there. I think Nope was good, but I don't. But it was uh, maybe that could go in like disappointing movie. I guess maybe. Okay. Okay. I again. <laughs> I don't know what everyone's general idea of Doctor Strange is now, but it did make my top ten list at number ten. But do people like it? Is that is that is it is it a highly rated movie? <laughs> I I think it's. I think it's mixed. Yeah, I think it's a mixed, it's a mixed okay. crowd. Well, either way, I'm gonna say overrated. All right. Okay. I'll allow it. Um, because I walked into that thinking it was gonna be great, and it was both disappointing, as you said before, with with Nope. But it was also just in general, I didn't think it was a very good movie. Kind of stonky. Kind of stonky. Fine. All right. Dig your grave. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Most underrated movie. Um. Mm. <clears throat> let's see i don't have to say bullet train you know bullet train could be although it's, i feel like it's gaining some momentum i'm seeing some memes i'm seeing some <laughs> and like in the comments of those videos it's like oh my god this movie's so good i feel like it's getting some some online hype because when it came out no one really cared but i think people it's kind of starting to spread a little so i think it's, that's a good it's, it's becoming mainstream that's a we good were with it from day one yep yeah, we were we were rocking with it all the way um <laughs> i must say see how they run was pretty fun the <laughs> sam rockwell detective movie um uh-huh prey i feel like doesn't get enough hype because i Prey I was it. also very very good yeah that uh, was yeah you was that released in cinema though no mm. and you know what another one it didn't make my top 10 list but i put it in the honorable mentions the gray man everyone thought it was super mid i kind of i really enjoyed it weirdly i don't know okay i mean i don't know i there's certainly good parts but i did between going good and mid <laughs> taking away the nutty evans <laughs> i'd have to go mid. i know okay i know it was objectively pretty generic and kind of it had had some mid tendencies to it but i just mm -hmm. 
I don't know why. I think it had a charm. It had a charm. <laughs> I don't know. They got me for some reason. Um, I will. I will say I was looking like, like I was very much anticipating and like looking forward to this moment where you said that Asian actor would just like come in and. Oh yeah, like, or, or, in, or Indian. Yeah. Yeah, some Indian dude who like just came in and like <laughs> was an absolute beast and then just left. <laughs> just because he's like a famous. Actor. I found that's. Yeah, I found it so weird. I was like, I've got no clue who you are. No, that was bad. And you just showed up. That's strange. <laughs> that was pretty bad, actually. Yeah, I forgot about that part. Um, we're gonna say, uh, yeah, all right. Let's say, let's say most disappointing film of the year. Definitely Doctor Strange for me. Really, one hundred percent. Wow. Really, because I came off. Uh, I went into this going off the hype of the Spider-Man uh, No Way Home thing, where mm. it's like different like universes everything's you know and this one i was like oh so many things were rumored i mean and some of the things that were rumored did come true but they were just done in a what i would describe as a midway mid fashion um and it just did not deliver i was i left feeling feeling stanky in my mouth all right all right i'm fine (laughs) um i I don't care to be fair when i saw it the first time i really didn't like it and when i saw it the second time Maybe it was just the charm of seeing it with Yassine, I don't know. But the second time I was ah, like, this was, be. this was really nice. <laughs> um, I was like, honorable mentions, Nope, uh, Amsterdam, 3,000 Years of Longing I was actually kind of hyped for, and it was so weird and stanky. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Thor Love and Thunder. It's kind of weird to look back on now mm. that we all, it's kind of, and when I first saw it, I was kind of like, ah, it was okay. The more time that's passed, I'm like, that was, that was pretty bad. But I remember going in, we talked about the trailer, it looked really fun. I was actually really excited for it. It did. I was, I yeah, was quite It hyped. looked like it wouldn't be as high stakes as the previous ones, but I have a very good time, and it was just, uh, it was weird. Yeah. I get you. Mar- the Marvel movies have been kind of stanky, partly this year at least. No, it's been, it's definitely been up and down, and the shows as well. Like, we had Moon Knight, which was fun, and I kind of liked She-Hulk mm. in a weird way, but then also, like, Ms. Marvel was more like mid-Marvel. <laughs> Didn't even watch it all the way, <laughs> um, but... Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to some more interesting categories, though. Some more hard-hitting journalism here. All right, please. And this is a category I have genuinely been anticipating doing since, since like, March of this year. I've been waiting for this moment. Mm. It is, okay, in fact... Okay, I think I, think I know it's what It's a classic is. category. It's it is, best it? mustache. And yes! I, yes! I don't think we've had a year of film that has been more stacked than this one. Because every other year, there's this, usually... There's a standout. <laughs> There is. But this year, God, we've been spoiled. We've been spoiled silly. So, of course, we have Poirot. Poirot, needless to say, man of a mustache. However, Mm. we also have Lloyd, a.k.a. Chris Evans. We have Chris Evans and the Grey Man, a phenomenal stash. We've got Tangerine in Bullet Train. Very good stash as well. Beautiful. Makes me want to cry just looking at it. Um, mm-hmm. a, lo- mm-hmm. a little bit of an under the radar one. Sam Rockwell and see how they run. Quite a good stash. Just putting that Ooh, out there. Also a good stash. I see. <laughs> we also have the boy they call the man, aka Rooster, aka Talk to Me Goose. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Goose's Caboose, aka Rooster. <laughs> God, not the Goose Caboose. Um. <laughs> And uh, how could Alan Rooster is known as the Goose Caboose? <laughs> how could we possibly forget about Mark Wahlberg at the end of Uncharted? Oh my God! <laughs> I completely forgot he showed up looking like 
I don't even know what. Just like a, a laid-off plumber. Such, I was going to say a currently active porn star. Um, <laughs> could be Those the same Those are thing. synonymous things. <laughs> what a year. Six phenomenal options. I want to... Let's give a round of applause just to just to this yeah. year in general. Bravo, guys. Bravo, Hollywood. God, very good. It. Guys. Guys. But now we, this have, really we have the horrible task of having to, mm. to narrow down to one... Um, yeah. Okay. I say. I say we eliminate the weakest links first. Okay. Sam okay. Rockwell. It was good, but we're yeah. gonna have to. We're gonna have to get rid of him. We're down to five. We're gonna have to get get that shit out of here. <sighs> um, Wahlberg only rocked it for like a, a few seconds. About twenty seconds. So I guess we have. He's to get gone. Rid of him. Yeah. Um. All right. Now I hate. Okay. I don't want to be this guy. Mm. Right. I don't want to be this guy. And you can hate me, and you can disagree, but I think something that completes a stash mm. is also the surprise of it and poirot it just wasn't surprising you know i was you know i was i was going to go there i was going to say we've we've given poirot the award before it's time for new yeah. blood to come into the scene we, we knew the man <laughs> brought his a game yeah but the a game it's 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 becoming old it's, we, you know? we know we know it already you know we did see him without a stash in this one uh, which was strange i didn't i didn't see the movie <laughs> I'll be honest, I haven't seen it, uh, so I don't, I don't know. So we're down to Tangerine, yeah, Evans, and, and Rooster. Um, the Goose Caboose. I think we, um, as much as I love the Tangerine one. Oh, I don't know, I'm I so, don't know. Okay, Evans, because the Evans one, it fits his character so well. And they refer to it, <laughs> it as a trash dash. So well. <laughs> it does fit Tangerine as well, and it, and it fits that. Because those two are battling it out, I almost feel like we gotta give it. Because the, I don't oh, make but me the say rooster it. one is the rooster one. It, it's just so powerful, and it's it's a it it's is a, so it powerful. Makes you think of his dad. Can we give it a three way tie? No, we have we have to we have to. Decide. No, okay, we can give. I say no, okay. I say I vote for eliminating Lloyd. Just say. <sighs> because then you also need to think. What does the what does the stash do for the man, the person? I, I vote. Know? I vote eliminate Tangerine. So does that? Ah. But does that mean that Goose wins? Because he's he's the only one. No, because <laughs> we unanimously agree he can't be voted off. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Wait, let me quickly put my phone on. Do not disturb. My mother's texting me. She's like, "Don't you dare eliminate Lloyd." <laughs> Fine, I'll let us eliminate Lloyd. Fine. Oh, okay. Now. Goose or Tangerine. Oh, but I don't know. It's, Lloyd's also good. It's gotta be Goose. <laughs> it's gotta be Rooster. It's gotta be Rooster. It's iconic. Come on. And talk about iconic. a man who you didn't think could pull off a stash like that. That is true. I did not ever think I'd Aaron, see Aaron Taylor Johnson, he's, you know, he's you can you can picture him with a stash. Evans, we saw him for years beforehand with this goofy stash yeah, in preparation for this. It's true. I, I think I'm more picturing the whole tangerine outfit right now in my mind That's i'm not being completely objective you're you're seeing stash. him walking in slow motion maybe to a tiktok edit with that suit and oh like God. a si- cigarette <laughs> I, I literally am <laughs> right i know so am i but we have to focus just on the stash and when i think rooster i can picture just the stash right? but tangerine i'm picturing the man but lloyd i think lloyd also it's partly the buzz cut it's like the haircut as well which again we got to focus mm. just just on the upper lip Okay, okay. Like, I was spending like, genuinely more time on this. More thought put into this than half the essays I wrote in the last, like, semester. <laughs> um, I'm going Goose. I'm going Rooster. 
I think we're gonna have to get silly with it and go goose. I think we gotta do it. So congratulations for winning the most stacked year of mustaches we've seen yet. I can't imagine another year trumping this. I mean, that would be that'd be very. Me neither. Rare. And I can't imagine the sheer honor of winning this. Year. <laughs> yeah, right. So. Oh my god. <laughs> Talk about so Miles Teller. He's he's gonna have a great great day. <laughs> um, we're gonna move on, kind of a similar category, and this is I think the only one I added this year. So you can tell my creativity was really on point when coming up with these categories. That there was mm, the, this was the course. only thing I could think to put in. Baldest actor. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So we, we're we've got. I mean, the obvious. I think the obvious winner and choice would be would be Dwayne and Black Adam because that shot where his it, head is it would be right at the right at the camera. But there's got to be someone else mm-hmm. in here who's who's bald as well, right? I mean, so we got Statham. Did you ever did you ever movie this year? Was Wrath of Man this year? No, that was last year. Okay, he does have a movie coming out. We got. I was going to talk to you about this. The new Guy Ritchie Statham movie that's been in like development hell for forever. Oh it's coming yeah, out yeah. In like next week. So we could maybe <gasps> we can maybe go see that. Would he? Wait, hey. Was someone bald in the Batman, maybe? <laughs> uh, I think <laughs> I think it's Dwayne. You have a really good category. Oh my god, no! Patrick Stewart, Professor X. Who wins the baldest actor award? How about this? Who would win in a fight between actors Dwayne Johnson and Patrick Stewart? <laughs> I, I guess I'll go with Dwayne. I think I'll go with Dwayne as well. Also because I think Patrick Stewart still has like slight little fuzzballs on his head somewhere. Oh, Dwayne's just fucking clean. Yeah. You could slap you can, Dwayne's top could, of Dwayne's head and um, it would sound I'd like a, the Liberty Bell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Solid> the Liberty Bell. <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on to a classic category that's been around since Kingsman the Golden Circle. Um, <laughs> one of my favorites. It is in fact the most uncomfortable sex scene of the year. <laughs> See, okay. Um, the most uncomfortable sex. I have a very obvious one for this, but you haven't seen the film, so I'll try to think of like, think of a couple others. Mm. Please t- tell me the tell me the one you're thinking of right now. Well, it is a scene, and I've told you about this in Don't Worry, Darling, where Harry Styles and Florence Pugh are like, "Let's get frisky in in Chris Pine's office," and then Florence Pugh just looks over, and Chris Pine is just nuttily standing there in the corner oh, <laughs> watching. Yeah, I, rem- I remember. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me Chris Pine is literally just that creep in the corner. Yep. It's um, pretty good. Um, um okay, so that oh, one and then I have another one. Ooh. And this one's not a, this one doesn't count as anything, but I just want to put it out there. And I'm sure this this point has been made mm. many times, but in the Avatar universe, the way these characters get intimate with one another physically is they connect their mm. hair things. And I know they connect their it's hairs. a beautiful, like, spiritual... It's all about, like, the spiritual side of sex, and it's all this, like, beautiful... And that's great. But then also it weirds me out that they then connect to animals like that. It just... It's it's always perplexed me. They ah, plug I into see. a fish, I see. and the fish's eyes, like, ooh! <laughs> it just it makes me feel <laughs> uncomfortable. I feel like that should um, be pointed out. Well, I think you're a freak for pointing that out, and no one ever thinks about that. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that's very fair. Um... <laughs> So, I mean, I, I, God, I hate that you put this image in my head now. Um, <laughs> I do see what you mean, sadly. I'm also going to say uh, 3,000 years of longing. If I'm not mistaken, there is a spiritual sex thing between Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba, which was awful. Okay. I hated every <laughs> which second. Which I did not enjoy. <laughs> um, I can't think of many other sex scenes this year. Yeah, I think you've seen some pretty sexless movies. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Surely Morbius gets his did, dick sucked at one point. By Milo. <laughs> Milo gives him the Matt Smith vacuum. 
<laughs> you know what? I feel like we could. <laughs> you know what? Actually, that's a really famous thing. Throw in as we as we mentioned about Morbius when it came out, the way he sucks the blood out of the bags. True, could be seen as a sex scene. Um, <laughs> um, so I think I think we'll have to give it to. I haven't even seen it. I still fucking love the pine scene. <laughs> it's so awful. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> all right, let's see. Ooh, a classic category. One of my favorites. Mm. Biggest Please. clown of the year. Biggest clown. Okay. So we have nominees here. Will Smith mm. in real life. In real life, yes. Jared Leto in real life. Yes. Um, and then some some movie versions. I'm going to say Benoit in the first half of Glass Onion, because I know he's like kind of pretending to be stupider than yeah, he is. Yeah, but he's still a bumbling fool. He is such an absolute clown in the first <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Is someone going to take our bags? What what do we win? <laughs> I don't need an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need an iPad. God, I'm so happy you've seen it. By the way, I really it's we have to talk in depth. It's so good. Um, <laughs> this is a non-smoking area. As Benoit does his silly little run. Also, so many <laughs> outfit <laughs> changes. Uh, it's got to be Benoit. The Fez in the tub. It's it's the, a, fe- can I, the fucking blue matching set he's wearing in the pool. As he's just standing in the pool with his shirt on. <laughs> um, what are you doing, Benoit? <laughs> I'm also going to say biggest clown. I hate to do this, but, and again, eventually when we have a time to do like a news episode, we'll have to talk about the whole DC shit show that's going on. I don't know if you've heard Mm. about it. They've like restructured the whole universe. James Gunn is coming in. Henry Cavill's not coming back. They've changed everything. Yeah, so they freaking brought Henry Cavill back. He like said no to the Witcher and now all of a sudden he's he's not there anymore. I'm feeling Dwayne Johnson just for this like kind of, kind of big l he's taking at the end of the year here because he spent yeah. 10 oh, yeah, years black, talking about this black character. adam's not coming coming back either oh yeah he, he's talked about this character's going to change the hierarchy of the dceu and whatever and now <laughs> it did <laughs> yeah, it's at the bottom uh it's like it seems like it's not gonna it seemed he's also unfollowed the accounts on twitter like a, the black adam account and the warner brothers accounts big drama big feud Ooh. welcome to drama alert um <laughs> But Welcome to Dwayne Alert. I don't know. So I think I'm like I'm not blaming him. I don't think he like a lot of people are mad at him, and it's like come on, he's, it's Dwayne. Like he didn't have malicious intent. He probably barely knows like what's going on in the movie that he's in. Like he's just like <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, I gotta be just know what's going on half the time. Get in the suit. That'll be cool. But I think biggest clown. <laughs> it's kind of in real life. It's between Dwayne, Jared, and um, and who was the other one? Uh, uh, Leto. Leto. Um, no, I said Jared. Who, wait, who direct? Who di- who directed Black Adam? Ah, uh, some random dude. Anyways, he should be also up there for hiring and casting that kid. Juan Collet. Oh, <laughs> I, see, I see what you've done here. I didn't catch what you said for a second. The director of Jungle Cruise and Orphan. Interesting. Um, I'm gonna say also just in terms of a a movie. Um clown i feel like anyone in fantastic beasts and the secrets of dumbledore should count yeah shit show <laughs> kowalski or kowinski or whatever his name is <laughs> also maybe uh, mr doctor in doctor strange in the multiverse of madness because he does just do a lot of a lot of fucking up of seemingly kind of easy to solve things in that movie yeah and then he gets totally friend zoned in every universe by the end which is kind of hilarious i'd also say in bullet train there's there's a few fools 
There are definitely, yeah. I think Brad Pitt uh, could count count for clown. I think of the he, year. Could, he could. I think I think he's in there for for biggest clown. Because clown sort of can be, but clown can be both uh, like a genuine idiot, like perhaps like we could refer to Will Smith this year, or mm-hmm. it could be just kind of like a an amusing like, bumbler, an amusing jester who's just bumbling <laughs> through his movie. <laughs> um, also, by the way, I feel like this for the first time ever we can tie two awards into this best George and the Big Willie Style Award can also go for Ooh. the biggest clown, depending if it goes to Dwayne or Will Smith. Um, Ooh, best George. <laughs> the Big Willie George Award? The, God, that's not an image I want. <laughs> well, so who, who do we give it to? It I might think, have to be Will Smith. I think it has to be Will Smith. What for a all that shit. I mean, come on. Yeah. For the... I, I was watching it again. Recently came up on like a, I don't know, a short or something. And... It's kind of funny that it, like, it doesn't really, they they could have played it off so easily as, like, part of a bit, or even just, like, a, mm-hmm. he slapped a guy, and, like, haha, it's funny, if he just slapped him, but it's the fact that he yells afterwards that fucks it up for him. Yeah, it's it's the, keep my mouth, I mean, what, what is it, keep my, <laughs> keep my mouth, keep my mouth. your fucking wife. <laughs> <laughs> you could have easily played it off as, like, kind of a confusing, like, and people are like, oh, it's just the Oscars trying to get whatever, but because he did that, and then it was a whole shit show. Yeah. You fucked it, Will. That's why you're the biggest clown. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was it was a clowny moment, Will. Let's be honest. Very much so. Um, how about best CGI and worst CGI of the year? Mm. Worst CGI, I think... Actually, yeah, best CGI is kind of boring. Let's do worst CGI. <laughs> I think... I think I have to give worst CGI to the man from Toronto. <laughs> okay all right in uh i completely what, forgot about I, this movie but then i realized ah, <laughs> oh, there's just some awful moments where like specific falling out the plane i remember it's like it looks so stupid and bad i'm like what mm. are you what are you doing here and also when uh they're doing like the fight where heart is like falling down the like the big like ornaments in the sky like the lamps and stuff like that she just looks bad fair uh, i haven't um, seen it but i can i can definitely believe it you don't. You do not need to watch it. There's some nutty Harrelson moments, <laughs> or I mean, are we doing? Are we doing um, TV shows here as well? No. Not really. Okay. Well, I was gonna say Wednesday would also win that. I think <laughs> if we're doing TV shows, best performance of the year goes to John Cena as Peacemaker. Oh, God, that that's true. Um, <laughs> Let's put that out there. By and the way, best best CGI, best CGI would go for Avatar. Just off yeah, the bat. absolutely. Um, I mean, who wouldn't? Worst CGI. I'm gonna go for Black Adam, the villain at the end. Terrible garbage not great not great. um we may have to speed round a couple of these categories here at the end but um we're gonna go for uh best dance sequence a lot of a lot of contenders this year um mm. we have i think uh spirited there's genuinely a moment where will ferrell and ryan reynolds attempt to do a tap dance moment like unironically <laughs> and it's fucking horrendous it's just not it's genuinely i'm not kidding it reminds me so much of when nick miller is like i'm gonna tap dance and you can't tell me this isn't tap and just is like that's just not tap he's just like smacking his feet on the floor genuinely that's what Will Smith does i'll show you tomorrow when i see you it's fucking okay, awful please. so i'm throwing that I in look there forward to it. um wait that's that's what who does will ferrell i thought you said i think you just said that's what will smith does 
Oh, <laughs> probably as well. <laughs> that's what Will Smith does, <laughs> just on a daily basis. Um, um, it's Ticket to Paradise, the George Clooney drunken dance, definitely has to be on there. An excellent scene. I, again, you told me about this, and I really, <laughs> really want to see it. Um, um, don't worry, darling. Also, the Harry Styles I mean, flop dance. Oh, I think we've got a very clear winner, and I don't want to say it to you. Um, I don't want to say it. I can't believe you haven't mentioned this, but... Oh, well, uh, yeah, I mean, okay, we we may have to... Um, a shirtless Milo, perhaps? <laughs> have sex. I swear to God, that's what that song says. I know we've disagreed <laughs> on this. That's definitely what it says, which is <laughs> Milo <laughs> listens to music he can't relate to. <laughs> yeah, God. It's, it's gotta be that. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> he listens to music. <laughs> <laughs> okay can we just say what a genuinely horrific scene that was truly confusing of all the things you could have cut why would you not <laughs> cut that um worst line of the year um worst line of the year um it might have to go see. to just for the sheer shock of it you're the imposter benoit <laughs> 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 whatever that was true. Benoit um, you're the imposter Violent Knight all the Santa puns he does were kind of goofy he's like yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town it's like alright it's like <laughs> okay <laughs> okay Harper mm, Doctor um, Strange probably had some shit in it uh, maybe the entire Billy Timmy song in Doctor Strange <laughs> okay alright we've, we've done it we've found it that one or yeah so out of genuine <laughs> terribleness that one but out of enjoyable terrible terribleness you're the imposter benoit <laughs> also with the billy timmy thing i think i can cut a uh, most cringe moment of the year out of the categories <laughs> i think Although, you can sir i think a bunch of stuff in thor love and thunder could also win most cringe moment to be fair that is also true best buddy dynamic some competition for this one Ooh, there's a, there's a few good ones here i think we have cruise rooster cruise rooster mm-hmm We've we have got Dwayne and the Kid. Dwayne and the Kid, yeah. Bullet Train, Tangerine, and Orange. Ah, oh, that is or such lemon. a good one. My bad. Uh, see how they run. Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, obvious one. Um, the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Kind of mid-movie, but the Pedro Cage I want to watch it dynamic. so bad. Very good. I think that might have Very to be Okay, fair, fair. Let's think. Is there any... Any other ones? Uh, I will say the Heart and the Harold and the Woody, mm. not bad either. All right. Not a great movie, but that the the dynamics pretty fun. <laughs> um, Avatar and all the animals they have sex with. Great <laughs> connection. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna vote Tangerine Lemon. Fair. That's that's a good shout. To be fair, better better overall movie as well. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're gonna go to a movie title that describes Freddy. Um, I think I have a strong Free? one here. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be my go-to. Could also have gone with Nope. Um, <laughs> possible honorable mention for Spirited. Uh, and I'm going to throw... And just a factual, the man from Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? An actual factual one. The Northman. Kind of works. I like. Um, um, the Grey Man. And okay. and possibly everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> uh, for me, of course, the option would be the unbearable weight of massive talent. 
but mm. or all the Pinocchio movies. <laughs> Damn it! That really that really caught me off guard. I don't know why I didn't see that coming. All the Pinocchio like, movies. Surely, surely he's gonna mention this again. I don't even think it's that big. You just <laughs> build it up. Don't patronize the nose. I I I'm genuinely saying How this. You just build it up to, you? to this standard. And now it would be a crime not to mention the three movies you starred in this. No, year. that's fair. That's fair. Thanks for acknowledging my work. Um. <laughs> <laughs> character you'd uh, most want to punch in the face mm. can we punch children nope <laughs> why <laughs> Why? I'm trying to think who was just like really anno- I don't know there was no one I, everyone in Fantastic Beasts fuck it all of you the director of Fantastic Beasts mm. Whoever, whoever's idea was to make that movie last one before we do best movie worst movie best accent of the year <laughs> I mean it's hard not to go are we with, talking uh, are we talking best as in best or most enjoyable? It could be it could be anything, honestly. Um, Either way, Benoit. It's got to be. Um, this is delightful. <gasps> what do, what do we win? <laughs> I don't I don't need an iPad. <laughs> this uh this mystery was at odds with the presence of Benoit Blanc. <laughs> That's a real glass onion. <laughs> <laughs> he talks to Ethan Hawke. Uh, what does that do? Open your mouth. Whatever, whatever. You know, the Hawk cameo was pretty. Was cool. that Ethan Hawke? Of course, it was Ethan Ethan Hawke. What do you mean? Because I I I thought it was, but like he wore sunglasses. No, no, it was very it was a very random moment. There. Uh, also, wait, sorry. <clears throat> one one should be careful not to confuse speaking without thought for speaking the truth. Dabs on her. <laughs> <laughs> I am the imposter. <laughs> I'm very bad at stupid things. Anyway, um, you might as well put a gun in front of everybody <laughs> and then turn off the lights. Miles Braun is an idiot. <laughs> the one scheme you had with the slight bit of panache you took from me. Or whatever the fuck. We can do this all day. <laughs> anyway. You so from me. Uh, best movie of the year. Actually, let's do worst movie of the year first. Worst movie of the year. I'm going to go Amsterdam. Um, Amsterdam. I think I might have to agree with you there. There's no merit to it. Actually, it's Morbin time. No, I, I think Amsterdam was worse because Morbius had fun in it. Like, unironically mm-hmm. we good had, stuff. We had fun with it. Yeah, unironically good stuff. It maybe had like one moment that was kind of cool maybe some of the mist effects or some shit obviously it's a terrible mm-hmm. movie but it's so much more interesting and funny to watch yeah. in any context than amsterdam which even with you who like i'm the we laugh the most with each other of like anyone we yeah. know and it, mm-hmm. you fell asleep in amsterdam there was so little I, to it yeah it was shit. it's not often i fall asleep in movies but yeah yeah true shit it's no uh, offense, sorry yeah um it's Be- um yeah I'll go with that one as well just for sheer unenjoyment and best movie Fantastic of the year Beast was also pretty shit just saying. fair I gotta go with um Top Gun personally Top Gun mm. for me oh it's tough I've got I'd say Top Gun I'd also say Avatar maybe mm. in terms of movies I enjoyed the most I might have to go Bullet Train but I think. For the experience, whilst they were both amazing, I'm going to have to give it to Avatar. Dang. All right. I'm excited for when we can do a 
a full little thing, talk about Glass Onion, talk about Avatar, because we've got, some, got mm. some things to discuss. I saw we've the five stars on Letterboxd for, Ooh, for Avatar. You, you best believe. It's a sneaky one. Um, <clears throat> well, I think with all that said, it's uh, now time for the Dumb News. Who, by the way, didn't feature in any of the awards, really, that we gave out, which yeah, is, you know... Oh, Most well. unhinged cruise moment. <laughs> uh, when he imagines Goose's death. Just... <laughs> it is free time. It's an everyday life. <laughs> um, um, did you see the thing? Oh, wait. I don't know. We'll talk about it after we've set the Tom Canoes. Well, Tom Canoes, a uh, couple of things. I think they might tie into one another, but... There was a video that both you sent me and also Ashton sent in on Instagram um, of <laughs> Cruz doing yet another talking about movies, whatever, in a plane and then jumping out of it just because he can. Mm-hmm. So enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Uh, and also, again, I know we've said it before, but I can't overstate how much I hope this is how he dies. Not in a mean way. Like not in, in a way, way that but he I, chooses. Be... Like when he's ready to go, yeah, yeah. This is how he should do it. He should say like, "Thanks for all the great stuff. I hope you enjoyed the movies." And he's like, "And I'll see you at the movies." And he just jumps and plummets. <laughs> that's what it looks like every the time. The camera guy's like, "Oh my god, Cruz, we Cruz." <laughs> this was a. He doesn't tell anyone about it. <laughs> I'm just saying, every time it makes me laugh because it looks like he's just gonna, he's just gonna go. Like that's it. That was it. He's just dead. Um, <laughs> Did you see the thing, like the video they posted as well about the Mission Impossible I did, yeah. jump? It's weird. Is that what was everyone second? saw that? Like, um, both my mom and my dad independently of each other would be like, "Do you see that Tom Cruise jump video?" And I'm like, "Damn, it's it's made the yeah, round." I, mean, I sent it to my parents. They're like, "I've already seen this." I was like, "How do you wild?" Know? Yeah, good good advertising, Cruise. Um, I mean, yeah. Takeaways. First of all, it's just it's crazy how many resources go into these things. Like just the way they had to like build that ramp and plan it and all this crazy shit. Yeah. And also just Cruz, we can say it, you know, a million times until we're blue in the face. What a insane bastard. What a crazy guy. He, what was it? He did like 500 skydives just for practice here? Some shit. And then just, again, I mean, it's just, and I know, of course, they make it more dramatic in the video and whatever, but like, it is pretty, like, just imagine you're the director of this film and you have like arguably the world's biggest movie star there. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to mm-hmm. ride a motorcycle off a cliff. And like, you just have to assume he's going to pull the parachute. Like, what if, I don't like, what if just anything random happens? What if he falls off the ledge the wrong way? What if, like, his arm goes numb or something and he can't reach the chute or something? Just anything. It's like, just the image of Tom Literally Cruise so many driving off of a cliff. And you just have to, like, wait there and, like, like what if he doesn't? And you're just like, I just killed Tom Cruise. <laughs> like, it's a very <laughs> real possibility. Um, yeah, I mean, you could also see him just absolutely shitting bricks in the yeah. video when he's like sitting there, like looking at the camera. It's but also, yeah, also like the ramp isn't that thick. I'm like, no, yeah, you could they you could fall that, off the edge of it just on the made side, that wider, like very easily. Yeah. I think I he's I think he's gonna die someday doing this. I'm not even kidding. Like I, I'm I not even so trying well. to be like this is not a joke. I think he probably will. and and we'll all like look back on this and it'll seem really in poor taste. All it's this like, stuff we said and did, but like yeah, we'll be like, how what what role did we play? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like. I, look, I respect the commitment to film, and it looks great in the movie and whatnot. I think it also might be some weird, I don't want to say fetish-based thing, but some kind of, like, <laughs> adrenaline junkie, like, I've achieved I, it all. He's definitely an adrenaline junkie. I need junkie to, like, and, like, get a new rush kind of thing. I will say, and he also mentions this, I think 
it heightens the movie experience so much because you know that this is all done oh absolutely by him and in real life i'm like god this is cruise this is insane. I, I think that's like, like maybe 70 80 percent of the reason why top gun maverick was as successful as it was was because like it's part of his brand now like if you're going to see a tom cruise movie you know that he did that shit for real that's what every everyone i talked about talking yeah. maverick they're like oh my god it was so it looked so crazy how he did like those the fighter pilot scenes were like were real you know and the same thing with mission impossible it's mm-hmm. all if you have a fast and furious movie where vin diesel hangs off the side of a plane and it's in the trailer like yeah it'll make a billion dollars because people go see those movies but like no one's impressed by it really no one no cares. one know yeah no one's like okay yeah like whatever. it's not but it doesn't like, even look that exactly cool. exactly if you see if you see like yeah him like jumping over a submarine on an ice sheet yeah who cares you're like okay whatever but then like if Cruz does something again arguably much less impressive looking yeah. you're still much more impressed by it because you know oh he did yeah that. that's why that was such a crazy moment when that trailer came out because it's like you know he actually hung off that plane so yeah i don't know it's mm-hmm. yeah like even in the trailer for this new one when he jumps off the cliff like in the trailer it doesn't really strike you as that incredible but then like yeah once you've seen that it really it really does stand out so mm-hmm. Good on Cruise, man. Except he's definitely gonna die doing this someday, and I hope he, I yeah, hope he's absolutely. okay with that. Um, we're gonna move on to the announcements and such real quick. Let's go through some comments in the latest pod. And should we, um, mm-hmm. should we maybe do a little retrospective of the year? A little retrospective thing. I'm also wait before we do. Let me just see. Comments. Oh my god, 14 comments. That's so many. Um, oh my god, we're popping off. <laughs> Uh, Al leaves some pod suggestions. Thank you, Al. I will add those to the list. We actually do listen to viewer suggestions, by the way. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, Josie says, I got, would you rather for people in the comments, would you rather have a big nose or be constantly sweaty? Um, Daniel mm-hmm. says, probably constantly sweaty. Movie guy says, a big nose because I don't want to be a stinky Freddy. Um, <laughs> Jaden says, probably a big nose as I could star in any Pinocchio remake. So you know some good some good conversation you know, going on. Some good 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 <laughs> good digs from all the guys. Z, ZJ says nice way to spend my afternoon. Also, I wonder if Beatrice Hudson has seen the movie Guillermo del Toro did about him. Um, I haven't <laughs> I haven't yet, but thanks. Um, yet. And Jaden says I'm I'm pretty sure he helped to edit There's the found film. footage. <laughs> yeah, it was actually made without my consent. Um, Daniel says another really great and enjoyable episode. Keep up the truly peacemaker esque work. P.S. Easily the most R rated episode, and I loved it. Uh, and Josie says every episode is R-rated. This is NC-17. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. You should hear the stuff I cut out of the pod. I'll just be honest. <laughs> like, so, I I didn't listen to this full one. I what think are the we saying? One is that we talk about like the first one you put out is like, would you rather? I, I think I say, would you rather be with Christian Grey in his dungeon or watch watch porn with Don John or something like that? Which again, <laughs> not great. But again, there's some there's some that don't make it to the pod. I just hope you know where I'm like ah. Uh, even that segment, some, I, I trimmed down considerably because we talk we talk for about five minutes about Don the implications of the Don John one. I was like, you know what? I don't think I don't think we need that <laughs> to be out there. God. And Jaden asks, in your guys' opinion, what do you think is the worst episode of the pod? And Josie responds, episodes one to one sixty six are pretty mid. Thanks, Josie. Um, ah. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, this is my go-to, just because I remember when we put it out, I didn't enjoy it. But the Pixar movies one, it's like episode 16. I know, like our okay. first, like the first little while when we're finding our groove, are like you know a little bit different from what they are now. But that one, I just remember thinking like this one was kind of boring. I don't know, like <laughs> like okay, kind of boring. I mean, I I think we were just kind of 
boring and slightly nervous in the beginning mm. but now it's uh yeah there's yeah. also i don't know yeah there's some that are just kind of like i mean there's some, there's like some ones that where we did like recorded like three or four in a day where yeah the last one is probably just a little low energy or something and a couple of the ones that like are are in the past year when like you know we're both in college and we both have like a lot of work and shit and then we'd sometimes you just don't have the the energy to like do like a an excellent pod but mm-hmm. i'd say the pixar one would probably be the worst we should do a, a re okay. a redo of that i'd say um mm. also before we get into the retrospective i just want to tell a quick story actually I'll, I'll tell it now i could i could save it all <laughs> i'll do it now uh just a moment that made me laugh that i thought you'd enjoy um okay <laughs> i was talking to my dad and he was like oh yeah i saw in the in the paper that there's like a new a new most subscribed to youtube channel um have you heard of this guy mcbeast <laughs> it's like uh yeah no i'm, I'm aware of, of mcbeast <laughs> so i just thought you'd enjoy uh the papa hudson mcbeastery god. the absolute <laughs> god what an old person <laughs> yeah, right. what an absolute boomer moment um i read i read it the paper <laughs> This guy called McBeast. <laughs> and should we take a minute before we before we sign off for the year here to reflect on the past twelve months of podcasting, Ooh, if we if I we think will. We should. Um, yeah. Overall, let's see. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't think anything that insane has happened this year because last year we had the hundredth episode. We had fifty thousand subs. Mm. It was sort of a big. It was a big uh, big event year for the pod, I guess. Um, and this year less like events but i would say personally in my opinion more consistency um i would say the consistency has been very very good this we, year with the exception um, of last week i believe yeah we had <laughs> weird saying <laughs> an no. episode every single week the whole year we had some pre-recorded we had a lot of up-to-date with news and mini reviews mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i'm it was just a i don't know i even like and i think for both of us uni work has kind of like stepped up a lot this yes. year but still I, I know that, like, even though I've got all the sport friends and, and a lot of work to do and some of that, having good times over in Scotland, often one of my favorite things to do all week is just sit down for, like, an hour or two and pod with the best boy. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's it is a it's a very nice consistency to have in your life because mm-hmm. also, obviously, <laughs> we are friends outside of this and we have other friends outside of this who we do keep communication with but in the the hecticness Mm -hmm. of uh uni work and stuff there are like there are some friends who only get to talk to maybe once or twice a month because you know things are so busy the fact that we have this where we can record a pod and then you know since we're here might as well talk for like an hour or something just just catch up it's it's a very nice way for for us to to keep in touch while we're in different in different Mm -hmm. countries um yeah exactly and the people have seemed to enjoy it the fans are still you know our, our community is still is still they're still, fun. It's still great and i love the little community <laughs> i will say we had like a month or two where we were absolutely balling in views we were yeah somewhere around the summer i think we were we were i think we just hit like i don't know what the algorithm worked <laughs> for us yeah and i was like oh my god um and not to say that the views aren't good now well but (laughs) (laughs) we need to have a chat (laughs) yeah we need to talk about your performance at uh at work frederick um it's not been satisfactory i don't know like just (laughs) just like yeah having that thing every week 
being able to talk, chat, have a fun time, and put something out that people enjoy. It's a, it's such a good feeling. I really enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's it's great. And I, in terms of the views, <laughs> let's address the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, let's talk money. <laughs> hasn't been the most bumper year for the pod or BHL Hudson. Um, but the thing is, I'm actually trying to be more inspired by the pod with the BHL videos because, to be perfectly honest, with the BHL channel, I'm feeling a little bit, like, conflicted, a little lost right now in exactly what I want to do because I want to make, like, content that I want to make, but then I'm, like, I'm half doing that and then I'm half trying to make what I think will get views and then when, like, something that I'm doing just, like, because I think it'll be successful doesn't, like, bring in what I think it will, then I get disappointed and so I'm trying to... I'm trying to care less about that kind of stuff in the new year and, like, just go for what I, mm. like, actually want to make. And I feel like that's what we do on the pod where, I don't know, like, I, I genuinely, we sit here and, you know, last episode, 161 views. I mean, rolling in money, clearly. But, like, <laughs> I genuinely, like, don't care. You know what I mean? Like, with the BHL thing, yeah, I'll look at like, it, I'll be, I'll be like, disappointed. Can, can... I'll be like, ah, like, 1,500, like, yeah. ah. But with this, like, I look at it, I'm like, we had fun making that. And the people who listen to it, had fun we, listening to it. Yeah, they enjoyed it. And it gives us something to meme. Yeah, no, no, it's <laughs> that's the thing. Like, not taking it so seriously and just... That's the mm-hmm. whole essence of anyone who starts a YouTube channel, like, with good intentions. is like, you do it because you're having fun. We did this literally, you know, just because we... I was like, we have fun talking about movies. That could be a fun thing to do. And, yeah. like, I don't know. Exactly. It's it's still just as fun. And however, and I think I don't think anything has has changed there. Exactly. No. It's, just, it's just as fun. We've just gotten a bit, yeah, more unhinged as we go along. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there are definitely improvements that I want to make in the in the new year in terms of like you know the structure of the show. Maybe we can, you know, topicalness, or we can try different topics, different games, different styles, whatever. Mm-hmm. Different. Be slightly more prepared at times <laughs> in that I should watch a few trailers. <laughs> Possib- possibly that. But also, yeah, like maybe pod vids. It's just, you know, it's hard with all the college work. But yeah, in the new year, mm-hmm. I think it's about uh, and on the BHL as well, like following what we want to do, putting effort to make like the quality the best. And I, again, just mm-hmm. to, not to get all cheesy life lesson here, but like in my life, at least I've noticed the times that I'm most successful is when like I'm doing what I actually want to do. Like when I'm trying to force something, it's mm-hmm. never it never really comes yeah. off. Because it, it does kinda it rubs off on what it is you're making exactly. and doing in that people can tell this is not something he was forced or like needed to make. This is something he wanted yeah, to make. Yeah, like the and that's just the hundredth episode. That's the kind of stuff people want we to We wanted see. to make that like a, a God, we wanted big to old make that project. So bad. And it, was, and it was so fun. And it was great. I think it's our best episode. It was so good. <laughs> I think so as well. It's so good. So yeah, lots to think about. But also just to touch on the community. Thank you guys again. By the way, let's go to the fan page real quick, just before we forget. Um, (laughs) Some very good memes. There was a whole thing about, like, Kian got locked out of the fan page, but I think he's back now. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think he should be back now. (laughs) There's a meme. Billy starts singing his stupid ice cream song that he has rehearsed. Then Freddy has (laughs) Morpheus. You don't exist. (laughs) Um, There's also a Michael Scott meme. Freddy, whenever he sees a child actor on screen, and it's him saying, you are a waste of life and you should give up. (laughs) It's not a great reputation to have, but it is my reputation. Uh, On Spotify, it does say in the more like this category, nothing to see here, which is probably due to the low numbers of the pod, but Ian has (laughs) twisted it to say one of a kind, which I agree with. Thank you. That is very sweet. I was like, I I saw, I was like, oh, that that did warm the heart. And finally, it says Merry Christmas, and it's a picture of how the Grinch stole Christmas. 
um, but with my face photoshopped onto it, which but with you, uh, yeah. it's kind of kind of beautiful, honestly. Honestly, I I kind of love it. <laughs> kind of a look I should go for, but um, <laughs> but on that note, you know, I mean, the fans, the the community we have here, ton of fun. The inside jokes mm. in the comments, the genuine support as well, like just you know people sending messages about like oh you know tough week pod made it more fun. That's all this is about. It's about yeah. Just having a fun hour chat every week, just having a good time. And, exactly. and I'm, I appreciate all the, you guys make us laugh as much as we hopefully make you laugh with all the jokes and the comments and the fan page uh, stuff. Uh, so, God, so many comments. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's so weird and delightful how, like, you know, sometimes you'll be friends with people, but you, you know, the humor isn't really matching. We haven't met any of these people <laughs> and I can just tell immediately that the humor yeah. is just exactly <laughs> the same. Like it's... <laughs> You got like sometimes like sitting there something a joke I would never in a million year think any of the people I know yeah. would make apart from <laughs> us two and then there's just like people who sit and listen to the pod make them like oh, yeah like the whole peacemaker shenanigans <laughs> loved yeah, it that, it was that was so here I think the peacemaker shit and it's also I remember I can't even remember what it was but it was some it was something on the fan page I think maybe Joe C had made it those videos about like Will Smith or whatever what was that there was some video that was like the hardest I've laughed in forever where it was some let me find it actually mm. it was something about will smith and in hitch or something <laughs> wait let me it has to be here somewhere oh is this, is this where i said he looked like a paper uh, a mattress salesman oh yeah and then, <laughs> yes. then i'd say a few weeks later that i sold that. yeah and then also that you pissed yourself laughing and it's like <laughs> bhl your next oh, yeah. and then, FTK or F Dalgard pissed himself and it was the peacemaker dancing and everyone. It's so funny. So good. Genuinely. So, hey, everyone who comments, who <laughs> puts that stuff on the fan page, and even if you don't comment, if you just listen and enjoy the show, we really appreciate your support. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to keep doing this as long as we enjoy doing it. And I I personally love doing it. So I I love doing it as well. I can't see us stopping yeah. anytime soon. That'll be, that'll be for a while. So... Thank you guys for a lovely 2022. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, drop a like, subscribe, hit the bell button, leave a comment down below telling us uh, what you thought of this year overall in film and TV. Uh, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, the Poily Plan Podcast. Leave a five-star rating, a nice review. Tell your friends about it in the spirit of the holidays. Merry Christmas and happy holidays, by the way, because we missed that. Sorry about that. Hope everyone had a lovely Christmas. Mm-hmm. You can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson. Letterboxd, Real BHL Hudson, TikTok, BHL Hudson. You can find me on Twitter at FDK underscore Dalt Sniper. You can find me on Instagram at Fidalgard. You can find me on Letterboxd at FDK underscore Thwilms. And you can find me on YouTube at FDK Space Gaming. Thank you very much for listening. And we will see you in the new year. Ooh. Goodbye, David Harbour's in the shed. Ha, 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 ha.